You know what it is. That's right. It's time to talk money with your money nerd and financial coach. Now, tighten those purse strings and open those ears. It's the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. Hey, everyone. I am so excited because I have Alyssa Sangster on the line, and she's here to talk about something that is super important to me and probably a lot of my listeners out there. And that is how women can champion for themselves in the workplace as far as money, time, you know, whatever it is that we need. So, hey, Alyssa, how are you? Hi, Tiffany. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast to talk about this topic that is oh so important, <laughs> especially <laughs> as a female that used to be in corporate America and now in business, it even translates as well. Um, it's just really interesting out here for us. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's go ahead and dive right in. So first and foremost, why are we even talking about this? Like if we have males listening, why is this even important to talk about on the podcast? Well, I think that we still are seeing um, the pipeline of women into that business leadership um, pool is not where it needs to be. And so while we do see many women in the workforce, we see more women than ever graduating from universities, we're still not seeing women progressing into the C-suite and into those CEO positions. And there's a number of industries even where you're not seeing that equal representation that you see in university life or kind of in those entry jobs. So there's still some systemic challenges that are facing women as they progress in the workplace. And it's complex. It's not one simple solution. Um, and so I think talking about it, educating people, it just helps make people have better awareness and perhaps even identify a way that they could make a change that would impact other people um, in their uh, direct kind of work environment. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you teed it up kind of perfectly. Um, what are some things that we should be aware of either as women or as men listening that want to help? Um, what are some issues that women face in the workplace, just so we can have an understanding and a baseline? Um, it can be a wide range of things. Um, it can start with a gender pay gap, and you can see that kind of universally playing out in the media where people are talking about um, average salaries of men and women being different and women making around 88% of what men make. Um, if you look at the intersectionality of women with women of color, uh, making even less uh, as a percentage uh, than their male counterparts. It's something to be aware of. So there's the pay gap to pay attention. There's the advancement and whether you see women represented at the top, which means women are in the more powerful positions. They're making the higher pay in those top positions. And, um, and one thing that's really particularly important to us is the number of women MBA programs. When you look at uh, current like top MBA programs, it was about 25% women back in 2002. Fast forward to today, it's around 42%, not quite 50-50. But that's another place where we would like to see some numbers change. Um, all of that in the workforce comes together where women may not feel as comfortable but they, in a um, setting where they might be the only woman in the room. They may not want to voice their opinion. They may not want to give their input because there's fear of people turning on them and not thinking their idea is a good one because they don't feel like they have allies in the room. Um, 
I think we want our leadership to reflect the diversity of the workforce so that decisions are made that are better because we know that diverse teams make better decisions and make a uh, higher return on equity for a company. There's a lot of evidence uh, there in the research that's been done. So there's a lot of reasons I think that we need to talk about this and there's obvious places where there's room for improvement. Absolutely agree. And I'm glad that you brought up the whole MBA program part because when I graduated with mine in 2018, luckily it was, it seemed about 50 50 um, male, female. Now, granted, the university that I went to is very diverse and prides themselves on that. So they do make that, um, you know, one of the things to the forefront. But it is interesting how that dynamic has shifted over the years. And even in my program, it was a lot of higher level um, executive type or almost executive uh, females. And just having that network, I feel, was super important in my growth as well. So I love that you brought that up and I love how you're bringing to the forefront all of these different things and even looking at the workplace and how, um, you know, even though we're not where we need to be by a long shot, um, <laughs> just seeing more women get into these positions. I know when I was in HR, which is my background, mm-hmm. um, I was an HR business partner and mm-hmm. it was pretty much all females um, at the head, except for the very top, of course, um, and that was a male. So, you know, it, it's interesting to see that dynamic play out. Now, I want to dive in a little bit to how women, if they're listening to this podcast right now, what are some things or tips that you can give us where they, if they're like, you know, I really want to, but I don't know, like, I don't even know where to begin. (laughs) Right. Well, I think, you know, you mentioned your network, you know, from your MBA. And I think one really important thing to consider is, Um, how that educational experience builds that network. And so um, the same happens. uh, I I guess I feel like that happens very naturally in an MBA program because you're in teams, you're connecting with these students. And when you graduate and leave, you have this amazing network that you've built because of all those interactions. So when you go to work, you're thinking, okay, I'm here at work. Maybe I'm a little uncomfortable speaking to my supervisor, maybe some people on my team. I'm not sure if they're going to be my best um, ally. So I'm going to go and ask two or three people that I went to school with and see what they're experiencing in their workplace. And that's a great place to draw inspiration. It's a great place to draw advice. And so I fast forward to your question, Tiffany. If you're in the workforce and you're thinking about how can I get what I want, what I'm looking for, what I need, um, one of the great things that we, we, we talk about all the time is building kind of maybe your own board of directors or just this, um, this, this group of people around you that can give you that advice. So relying on those alums of your program that you built these great connections with is one way. But internally in an organization, really thinking about who do you know outside of your immediate supervisor relationship that has influence and impact within the organization, building a relationship with them, having a coffee and talking to them about what do they do, saying to them, hey, I noticed you've been successful in getting these kinds of clients. You've been successful in getting promoted quickly. You've been successful in reputation. I hear about the great work you're doing all the time. 
How do you go about building that reputation within your organization? Talk to people and learn how they did it, and then take that back and build your own plan. Like, this is where I want to be and the position they're in. Here are the things I need to do. I need to see these clients. I need to have these kinds of projects. I need to have these kinds of meetings on my calendar. And then talk to your supervisor about how to make that happen and bring them on board to also be your ally in your growth and development so that you can be successful within the organization. But taking that proactive approach is going to look great to your supervisor and it's really going to be doing some of the work they could be doing for you. Um, but you've taken that off their plate to do yourself. So you can then say, look at this great development plan I've created. We just need to get you on board supervisor. So that's my first piece of advice. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And to tag on to that, I feel like that's one of the reasons why I was so successful in career because I wasn't afraid to say, look, this is where I'm trying to go. Um, what do mm -hmm. I need to do to get there? And also it helped in evaluating positions as well, because there was one time where I was invited to an interview. It was this huge company. And I was like, oh, I'm you know, looking forward to it. And I interviewed and one of the questions was, where do you see yourself going? And so, of course, me being um, long term minded, I was like, well, I see myself, you know, as a VP or in the C-suite, you know, in the HR field or what have you. And I didn't get that position. Now, come to find out because I knew someone on the inside, uh, they wanted someone that would stay in that role forever. And <laughs> so once you're clear about where you're trying to go, I feel like just standing on that and making sure that that was known, um, make sure that is known to who you're working for. So that way they can kind of, you know, help you get there. Now, yeah. I will say, though, <laughs> I have seen instances where people have tried that and then it put a target on their back. So if there are situations where, you know, let's say you are in a position where you're like, I want to move up. I've already made that known. I'm still not moving. I'm still not doing anything or going anywhere. What do you recommend for people in those types of situations? Um, well, I think that one thing that's important is keeping track of, you know, your successes and really documenting those so that you have, um, you can remind yourself, you know, oh, I really did something interesting there and make sure that you've got kind of a good accounting of that so that when you do go in to have those conversations, you have some real tangible evidence of, of what it is that makes it um, important for you to take that next step. I think if you feel like you're getting resistance within the organization, you're usually going to be able to track that. Is it to your supervisor? Maybe your supervisor is not someone that's out being your sponsor or your advocate. Um, and, and maybe that's holding you back because they're not comfortable going into the rooms where those big decisions are made about who gets promoted or who takes the plum assignments. And because of that, maybe you need to build other sponsors within the organization because there is a distinction and you've probably talked about this, Tiffany, with others. But, you know, when you're getting mentoring, that might be from people who know you, people you talk to at lunch, people that you have coffee with. But when you think about a sponsor, that's the person who's representing you when you're not in the room. And they're saying, Tiffany did this amazing project for me. She presented it to the client. The client gave me feedback about how thorough it was. 
And they're able to say that on your behalf, not being your supervisor, but having heard from the client and being able to promote you when the door is closed and decisions are being made and you're not in the room or maybe your supervisor's not in the room. So you might think about the dynamics that are playing out within your company. Um, and I would always say too that at some point, if you feel like you've been turned down multiple times, you've not gotten the promotion, be realistic. Don't think it's going to happen every three months, but if mm -hmm. it's not happening in one year or two years, then maybe it is time to move on and find somebody who loves you and really wants to see you be successful because sometimes you can get trapped and you don't need to stay and be trapped. Don't be afraid to make a move, make a change and go somewhere else within the organization, or maybe leave that company and go somewhere else. Oh my gosh. I love all of those tips. Um, you said so much just now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, where do I want to dive in more? Because um, everything you said, you hit the nail on the head. Um, you know, broke my heart a lot of times when I just saw women, um, even men, honestly, but women in particular, um, sitting in positions and being undervalued. Or, you know, I'm in HR, I'm looking at pay and I'm like, whoa, you oh. know, that type of thing. And so it's like, if we don't take our career in our hands and shape it the way that we want to shape it, then we end up letting other people control it for us. And unfortunately, if you let the company do it for you, <laughs> you'll probably stay in the same position um, and get more tasks and have the same pay or even less pay sometimes. So mm -hmm. I completely agree with you. A lot of the moves that I made in corporate America, I was giving myself raises because I would go to a different company if, you know, if what I was making wasn't enough or I felt like I provided more value, then I would just go to the next company. Um, and for me, it helped me move up the corporate ladder faster and also be valued in the positions that I was in. So I completely agree with everything that you said. Now, I did want to talk about a little bit the company that you had, and that is Forte Foundation. Now, you all are doing tremendous work, and I wanted to highlight, I wanted to make sure we save time <laughs> to highlight the type of work that you all are doing because it is instrumental in helping women in these situations. So if you can just tell us a little bit about Forte and what type of uh, mission you all have. Sure. Um, we we're celebrating 20 years this year. So that's kind of an exciting uh, milestone for us, uh, our 20th anniversary. And we um, are a nonprofit organization and our partners are our top companies, business schools, um, undergraduate institutions who are all interested in seeing um you know, business leadership through a gender lens. We want to see more women advancing into these roles. And so the idea is to really talk about what are those obstacles and challenges that women are facing and how can we support and encourage them down these pipelines um, toward those business uh, leadership roles. And we do a number of programs from university aged women all the way through professional women. Um, on our university campuses, we have um, chapters, we have a virtual career readiness certificate. We have lots of resources around getting your MBA. And I would just encourage any of your listeners who do not have an MBA but are thinking about it to go to the Forte website because all of these amazing schools 
programs that help you with your application, programs that help you think about your career path post-MBA and understand whether the MBA is right for you. Lots of those resources on our site, inspirational role models, women who have an MBA. Um, and then on the backside of that, women with an MBA or even women who did not get the MBA, lots of resources about your own professional development programs um, that help you really dive into your career strategy and how you want to be successful, setting those goals, giving you the tools and resources to do that. Um, but overall, it's really this organization that's trying to feed the business pipeline um, to really think about um, how women and women of color all approach this differently, what their struggles and challenges might be, and how to really pinpoint those struggles and challenges and open up those pathways and the access that they need in order to get into these top roles in business. So that's what Forte is all about and what we've been doing for the last 20 years. Awesome. Awesome. In 20 years, first of all, congratulations. That is an awesome milestone to have, um, whether it's a nonprofit or a for-profit, um, to have that impact for so long. It's amazing. So I do want to give you, give the company flowers for that. Uh, but also I wanted to echo what you just said as well in getting the MBA because, um, the MBA has been tremendously helpful for me. Um, I graduated with mine in 2018. I went full-time entrepreneur in 2019. But even when I was in corporate, um, it, it's funny how you get some letters behind your name and then people look at you kind of differently. <laughs> yes. um, and so it has been tremendous in my career, both in corporate and as an entrepreneur. So I highly recommend, and not just for the reasons we stated at the top of the episode, you know, the networking, all that stuff, but also just the skills and the skill set, mm -hmm. the problem solving, all of those things have served me very well. So I highly recommend. And I wanted to mention one more thing because I know we have some men listening. Um, so we don't want to leave y'all out, fellas. Um, <laughs> so I noticed on your website, you have men as allies at work, a toolkit. So what can the men get from that? Oh, that's a great question, Tiffany. And yes, we, we don't want to leave the men out because uh, I think that their voice, their interest, their kind of um, allyship really does help um, the workplace change. And we know that most men in the workplace want to see the best for all of their employees. And what our allyship toolkit does is really kind of outline what are some of those challenges? What is it that is potentially holding women back? And it helps the men in the workplace really understand how they can be a part of that solution. And it's a very positive kind of uh, message that outlines all of the things um, that are going through your mind when you're a manager and a supervisor. How can you have equal pay for all of your employees? How can you make sure that your own bias is not impacting who you put on a certain type of assignment? How can you ask questions to better understand your employees, um, all of your employees, even the ones that aren't like you? And it's just it's just so helpful, I think, for all of us to be educated about that. And honestly, gender um, allyship is just like that first step. And once you take that first step and really do the analysis, it really opens up your eyes to all the other kinds of allies that you can be um, to, to your employees and to your um, colleagues at work. So um, I highly recommend that as well um, on our site. There's a couple of downloads that you can 
um, to make for free. And there's toolkits, but there's also many programs if your company wants to bring um, you know, the toolkit into the company and deliver that on a broader basis. We have lots of opportunities there, but there's kind of individual education on our site and then also programs that you can enroll in if you want to do deeper dives. Awesome. Awesome. And y'all, I will make sure that I have all of those links in the show notes for you because this is some awesome stuff. Like I've been perusing the site and I can't wait to hop in and try (laughs) out some of this stuff. So thank you so much, Alyssa, for coming on the show today. Now, if anybody was interested in connecting more with you or with Forte, how could they find you? Uh, Sure. So the website is www.fortefoundation.org for a nonprofit. Um, and there's lots of ways on there that you can um, hit the info at Forte website or the info at Forte email, send that over and that will get directly to me um, if somebody wants to get in touch. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much. And like I said, I'll have all of those in the show notes. So make sure you check that out. Thank you so much, Alyssa, for taking time out of your busy schedule to chat with us about women empowerment in the workplace. I appreciate you so much. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks, Tiffany. It was a pleasure. Bye. Thank you for listening, joining and being a part of the Money Talk with Tiff podcast this week. You can check Tiff out every Thursday for a new Money Talk podcast. But if you just can't wait until next week, you can listen to previous podcast episodes at moneytalkwitht.com or follow Tiff on all social media platforms at moneytalkwitht. Until next time, spend wise by spending less than you make. A word to the money wise is always sufficient.